Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Broadcast Team Alpha, where we bring you cutting-edge conversation while exploring the quantum possibilities. And we are going to, I don't know about you, but the topic tonight with our incredible guest, it, it kind of bends your brain a little bit to try and really figure out. <laughs> The, th the things that we're going to try and figure out by having incredible conversations tonight. But before we get started, as always, I want to open up with gratitude. So grateful that you're here. So grateful that you're in the chat room with us. It's always so interesting. So grateful if you throw a dollar in the tip jar. You know, we're expanding. We not only have, of course, our Tuesday night show, we've got the Friday night at 7.30, the Quantum Wellbeing show. We've got Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, the Paranormal show. And we've got a whole lot of other things going on that um, are not necessarily productions, but, you know, meetings and masterminds and you know we're we're manifesting amazing things as we are heralding in this age of um of aquarius and this new consciousness that we're bringing in. So if you're interested about any of that, please send us an email to the, T-H-E, mastermindconnection at gmail.com. We'll invite you to our Sunday afternoon spiritual think tank. You can come hang out for an hour with us, see how you, how you feel about it. And, you know, you just might want to come back. So... Augie, I am so excited to get into this conversation. Please tell us the amazingness about our guest. Oh, yes, this is going to be so good. I've been looking forward to this show for about a year. It's about the time I started uh, texting him back and forth. And, uh, yeah, this uh, this is going to be so good. We have Elitom El Amin with us. And for those of you that like to surf the internet while you're listening, I'm going to give you his website. Go there and uh, check around, and you're going to find something that you can't live without. So go have a good journey. And that <laughs> website is elitumelamin.org. Elitumelamin.org. And also, uh, I want to say it also here, how to get a hold of him is um, El Amin Elitim, no, Elitom, El Amin Elitom at gmail.com. And uh, you, you can wanna, also... Do you want to uh, spell that, Augie? <laughs> you want to spell that real quick for everybody? <laughs> say, what was that? Do you want to spell that real quick for everybody? Yes, I can. E-L-A-M-I-N E-L-I-T-O-M at gmail.com And uh, that's Elitom Elamin. And this is going to be a phenomenal story because uh, I've been looking at him on uh, YouTube and places, and it doesn't seem like he's doing a lot of shows. And uh, because he's probably more busy doing things than talking about it. And that's definitely <laughs> right now. Uh, I've been talking to him uh, on Messenger for about a year. I asked him to become a guest on the 
on broadcasting Malfa, and he turned me down. And I've been after <laughs> year to come here. So, hey, folks, that says something for persistence. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad he is here because this is going to be so good. And uh, he is almost like a mythical person, one we have heard of. You know, the one that can live without food, ingesting food for years. And uh, the Western scientists, of course, they poo-poo that. They say, no, it can't be done on that. Uh, yeah, that's because they refuse to look outside of their little box. And for those of them that looks outside of the box a little bit, it messes with their paradigm. And they usually come and jump right back in the box again because of the, the establishment don't like them talking about this because there is money interests and stuff involved. And uh, at present, though, he is walking across Africa, teaching by example. And he has a class coming up very shortly that I want him to talk about because that sounds very interesting and you guys should really listen to that. And uh, he's also an author. Uh, it's Okay to Be Healthy is one of his books. Human mm -hmm. Photosynthesis is another one. And I also found another one that Breatharian Nuggets on uh, Amazon. And you can find the rest of the books on Amazon also. And there's meditations there. So you need to check him out on Amazon because there's good stuff there. And he has been on Supreme Master TV, Freedom Generation TV. He uh, is now a symbol of perfect health. He was not always that way when he started out in the year 2000. And he started out with fasting, and he's going to explain how he did it. And since he was able to do it, everybody can do this. And in a, like for him, in a few months, he lost a lot of weight and became perfectly healthy. So uh, I would say, without any more ado from me, I'm going to say welcome to the show here, Elitom Elamin. All right. Thank you. Wow. This is amazing. This is amazing. So I'm thinking back to some time when I, I was uh, a heavy girl, a heavy set girl, and then uh, I did a bodybuilding contest. And I'm thinking back to the food program that I had to do that was so stringent. And then when it was finally over and I achieved my fitness goal, how I was starving so I'm really curious to find out how you're doing what you're doing. But before I ask you that question, I'm so curious. What what was your path? You know, what was what were your mile markers along the way that led you to where you are? I mean, when you started out as a little boy, right? You didn't really realize you were going to go and become, become a breatharian. How did that happen for you? Well, actually, when I look back on it, it seemed like there was like a connect the dots that brought me all the way to where I'm at now so I can see where everything connected. But however, you asked mm -hmm. a good question that back then as a little boy, 
I didn't know where I was going to be right now. However, <laughs> but when I look at the fullness of it, I say, okay, I can see that. <laughs> wow. Wow. So what, what, what was the door? What was the gateway, you know, that really led you in? This is, this is an extreme lifestyle. I mean, oh, some people don't even know that it even exists. So how did that door open for you? Well, actually, in the whole development of my life, now that I look at it, oh, I'm going to use a word here. There's a lot of luck that's involved. <laughs> okay. A lot a lot of luck that's involved because everything I'm doing now, I can see as I was growing up, what I was exposed to helps me right now. And I'll explain. Sort of like, for instance, I was born at the time in a Muslim family that was practicing Muslims. So I was already as a child um, um, having the experience of fasting, you know, during Ramadan and also yeah. diet changes. So I picked mm -hmm. that up as a child, which some people, mm -hmm. when they try to pick things up as an adult, it's a lot harder for them. Uh, then I also grew up athletic, which means a lot, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who struggle with exercise. So that was already uh, installed in me. But last but not least, I grew up in a family where we actually had a family library in the house which makes a wow. difference because I love to study, learn, and research. Uh, so amazing. all of those factors actually develop me and help me where I'm at right now because those are things I actually love to do. <laughs> wow. Wow. So uh, when, when did you stop eating food? And, and what does that look like? Do you really, really not eat any food? Or what does that look like? Well, this is what happened. I've been on this path for 20 plus years. And then when you're starting now, you do learn to go longer and longer without food. So you have mm -hmm. many long periods and spurts until your body started adjusting gradually and slowly it's not all at once so this is what people got to learn because meditation mm -hmm. and energy cultivation is the foundation of it and this is actually and i might as well say it new to the west a lot of this information basically came out over the last couple of decades and over the last decade it really speeded up dealing with frequency vibration and energy to the masses but Dealing with the Western mind, they still don't understand, uh, how should we say, the development over years. Because that Western mind is an instant gratification still. You know, maybe bringing up the 21-day processes, this and that. And in the reality, to be a master at anything isn't just a few weeks. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> This is actually for the long haul, and this is what people got to understand, as you're developing to transform yourself. Now, we do have energy channels in the body, and that's new to a lot of people. But once you start really learning how to meditate, to open up the blockages that's in your body, this will help get the body healthier energetically, and it will also you'll start looking at your hunger differently. It's really not hunger at all. It was just that a person was feeling uncomfortable 
because the energy is not flowing within the vessel like it should. So you'll really start mm-hmm. learning it and, and learning how to open up those energy channels and keep them open through a lifestyle. Wow. Uh, I hope this is making sense. Yeah. Oh no, it makes it makes good sense. I I I absolutely get it. Um because so much of so much of what is wrong with with bodies has to do with energy blocks, but it's a little it, you know, it's a little bit of a reach for most of us to relate that you know, to the stuff that we put in our mouth that goes in through digestion and, and then, you know, supposedly builds our muscles. I mean, I've seen your pictures. You are, you are, you are ripped. You are buff. You are, you know, such incredible shape. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, logic would say, well, he needs to be eating, you know, X amount of grams of protein today, uh, every, every day and carbohydrates. And, and, and that's not happening, right? That's right. not happening. Absolutely. Wow. And see, our mind is our most powerful tool we have to work with. See, all of this has to come into play. So not only you're developing yourself with meditation and energy cultivation, you're also dealing uh, with fasting. And it's not about how long you go, it's that you stay consistent because you want to get the body in a new routine, a new habit. But that's all we're doing is going off a habit we call karma. So you're developing a new habit. So even when you, if you never fasted before, when you first start, it's hard, just like anything. But the more you stay consistent with it, it'll become easier and easier as you're cultivating yourself. But also going to that mindset, oh, man, that's the real big one. Because <laughs> it does take a more positive thought process, breaking old belief systems, because our mind is so powerful, it can either block energy coming into the vessel or because it, it is creating our reality. So you want bring, to bring a new paradigm shift in. You do need a new thought process that's different than the one a person has now. And mm-hmm. it's not about forcing it. it. It does grow gradually or slowly as you're cultivating yourself because people got to understand when new energy pathways open up in the body, it does affect the thinking. But when you're trying to change mm-hmm. your thinking, the body's still blocked up. A lot of people are still unsuccessful in changing their thought process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And now, when no, go, yeah. ahead. go ahead, Augie. Just ask a quick one here, because the body needs energy to function. And you have, I mean, you told me off camera that you don't really sleep much. You work all the time and you do stuff all the time. And <clears throat> I, the body needs energy. Where mm-hmm. do you get the energy? Is that from what we call prana, where you are able to tap into the universal source and funnel that through the mind, or it shows up in the body, or where does the energy show up from? Oh, good question. All right, we got all these names like prana, cosmic prana. In science today, they use the word life force energy, chi, ki. We can use all these words, but just talk about the same thing, organ, all of these different words. But see, what's happening is this air that we live in, this atmosphere, let's just go there. This atmosphere has a whole lot of power in it. 
So we say living off the air, absolutely. But your body is only going to give you enough that you can handle. That's what it boils down to. And I, I use that word cosmic planet. Cosmic just being all the energetic forces coming outside the planet that's bombarding the planet. Now, you can't see it, taste it, or smell it, but we're constantly being, uh, all right, let's go to the solar energy. The mm -hmm. sun is our local star, and it's the primary energy source externally of this planet. And we we got to go there. It is not about standing mm -hmm. up under the sun. That's what fuels our atmosphere that we're living in. Mm -hmm. So that's why meditation is the foundation, because when you get in a comfortable position and relax the body, it lets it allows more energy to come into the body. You're charging up like a cell phone, basically. Your body is the first wireless technology. But this air that we live in, this atmosphere, has unlimited potential. And we have technologies out there that's really advancing itself more and more on how to harvest this energy from the atmosphere. This is what we're talking about. So that's why meditation and energy cultivation, like the different forms of yoga, breath work, qigong, tai chi, all of those are designed for it. Oh, and I just had a great post that I put on not too long ago about muscles. Now, I've been new about this. That's why I exercise physically. Muscles store yeah. energy. But that when the muscles okay. contract, and this is what anybody, it does let go, uh, let loose hormones into the blood of the body that actually what circulates around the body, go to the brain, nourishes the body. So it's giving off these antidepressants. That's why exercise does make a person uh, release a lot of tension, stress, depression, uh, uh, deals with your thought process. And people need to understand how to use their body as a tool or a vessel, because that's what it is. This is our house. This is our vehicle that we live in. Right. So it's learning how to yeah. use it. Amazing. So how, how many hours a day is devoted to very specific breath work? I mean, yeah, we're breathing all the time, but... Uh, what what is your routine besides doing your workouts besides walking across the planet you know what what does that look like yeah well for me right now i've been on this path for 20 plus years so there is no routine oh did i say this when you start out it's sort of like when you start out with yoga or tai chi mm -hmm. and they'll you'll get a set time i practice yoga every day at this time or tai chi every day at this time that's how a person's going to start out but over a period mm -hmm. of time there's a stand where it says life becomes yoga life becomes tai chi so you have a different type of thought process than the average person so even when i'm just sitting down i can feel my body's doing qigong the energy's running because wow. i learned to relax in every situation mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, you're doing your walking and you're, you know, it's just something you always do. It became part of your identity and it's not a practice anymore. <laughs> right. Wow. wow. Oh, man, this is great. You'd be surprised what the body could do because all you did was rewire it or recondition it. Mm -hmm. 
So it behaves differently. And you you drink water. Is is that the only thing that you drink, or? Well, well, water is actually born, and it has no taste to it. <laughs> See <laughs> yeah. what it is. What it is. When a person feels thirsty, one of the factors is, is the body has a lot of mucus in it. You know, the coating on the tongue, you feel thirsty, the body feels like it needs something to drink. But let's take it even further. When you got good blood flow, let's start there. Good blood mm -hmm. flow, the blood is circulating. The saliva in our mouth is basically filtered blood. So when you got a good blood flow going to the brain, all the way to the feet, uh, it don't have all these blockages blocking it up, automatically, because how it's circulating around the body from the left to the right, you are a vortex. It's sort of like a river mm -hmm. going off. So mm -hmm. that's why there's meditations that teach you how to put your tongue at the roof of your mouth, because your brain is sitting in basically water right. or blood. So it will start right. coming down and you will you will always stay hydrated because it's dealing with the life is in the blood. It's the blood circulation. Now, keep in mind, too, that the air we live in, let's, let's get real with it. It has, it has moisture in it. The air you in right now, if you was to take your hand and just go real slow and swipe the air, you will feel the moisture. So you're actually living in water. What is water? H2O, hydrogen and oxygen. What, what's in the air? Your body's creating all these things. It, right. it will grab the molecules it needs or the atoms it needs. You know, we say free electrons. What is that? That's basically a, 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 a atom jumping into a molecule to make it transform into something else. So you're working at that type of level now. So that's why the more you start cultivating, the more you start getting this knowledge of this skill, the more your thinking start changing. A vitamin, a mineral, what is that? <laughs> oh, man, this is good. And, it's sort of so, like and, right and now. You don't... Oh, mm -hmm. go. Oh, it's sort of like yeah. right now I'm here in uh, Tanzania, and I'm looking at the people's body structures here. Now, mind you, the people ain't running around talking about vitamins, minerals, and this and that, but I'm looking at some really nice body structures that people have. Yeah that will put somebody to shame who, who is in health working on their body from the West. True. So it's all a thought process yeah. that you We got to go there. Yes. Yes. And so how does, how does your day look? I mean, do you, do you have a very, um, routine, <laughs> a very specific routine? Like you wake up in the morning and you do your meditation or how does, how does that work for you? Well, it's just like now, it's three in the morning here. So even before we got on this broadcast, I was basically meditating. And mm -hmm. so at one level, when the sun do rise up, do I meditate again? Maybe. Or I might just go out mm -hmm. for a walk. You know, it, it, the mm -hmm. routine changes. So that's mm -hmm. why I said uh, after a while, you're not robotic anymore. You don't have because mm -hmm. every day is different. So that's what they mean by going with the flow. There's different time periods you'll be up, this and that. But you're so much into your body, you can you should be able to know when a blockage is developing. It could be from too mm. much pollution, 
this and that. The average person's body is just so numb, they don't know that a blockage is there or one is developing. So usually when a person gets sick or have a disease, the blockage been there for years. It's just manifested a certain way to where now they feel it. Now they know it's there. This is all it is. Oh, man, this exactly. is good. <laughs> Exactly. No, that's so true. That is so true. And because uh, it, it doesn't feel like a discipline to not eat. I mean, that, this is just this is this is your life. This is second nature. What ha- right. you, you get invited to dinner? A new house? Does that happen? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I went through those <laughs> no. phases in the beginning. I went through those phases in the beginning years, but then it got to the yeah. point where I realized there are certain places I just don't need to be. Now, of course, I meet nice people all over the place. You know, the invitations are still there. Like a man came to see me one day just to meet me. And then he said, "You do you want to eat lunch? And we had this good conversation <laughs> where I said, no, <laughs> because tomorrow mm-hmm. I'm going to the beach. He said, but that's tomorrow. What about now? I said, what I do now is take my time on the beach tomorrow. Oh, we had this conversation. So you're grabbing responsibility for your whole life. So this isn't forcing it. Actually, it's a filling state. You want to fill a certain mm. way, so you take responsibility. If I do this action, it's going to make me feel this way. Now, it ain't nothing to be mad at. You ain't beating up on yourself, but that's the, one of the consequences that you did for yourself. So when you get back on that path and say, I want to go this direction, that's what we mean by your discipline will start developing and getting a lot stronger. Right. See, it's just like right. it's just like anything in life. The three things we got is uh I'm gonna use that word hard work, which people don't like to hear. <laughs> if you want to be successful at something, you gotta put in some work. Right. And that also goes with discipline. So in those beginning levels, you like when I tell people when they start fasting, just fast once a week. But people can't comprehend what is one day going to do. One day is awesome, especially when you keep it consistently on the same day. Because what you're doing is you're reprogramming the body because the body is in a universal cycle also, dealing with the solar phases, the moon phases, the season phases. So you're getting your body into that new habit with these phases. Oh, man, this is good. Mm-hmm. So you got this mm-hmm. artwork and discipline. But then the other factor is skill or talent. So you are developing a skill. Now, the thing about a mm-hmm. skill, anybody can learn a skill. But there's certain people who have a talent for something. Mm-hmm. There's certain people mm-hmm. that have a talent for something. And usually, no matter how much you learn the skill, when you run into somebody who has a talent for something, especially when they put in the hard work and got discipline, that person is light years from the other one, even though they did the hard right. work. That's right. just the way it is. Right. So when it comes down to meditation right. and exercise and uh, working on your thought process, studying and stuff like that, those are things that are my talent. I love to do it. So it's not a skill mm-hmm. that I had to develop. It's already there. All I had to do was put mm-hmm. the hard discipline behind it, so it seems easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to something, and that is that 
there seems like there's a physiological process in your body that is being stronger and stronger and developing itself. Mm -hmm. I am not sure if it would work just by physiological process only. The mind is involved. Through meditation, you may be able to tap into another type of energy that also adds to it or help you align yourself with your intentions somehow. How big is the mind of this and for the body? Well, this is the key. The mind and the body is one. We are a system of energy held together by thought. You make changes to the body, it changes the mind. You make changes to the mind, it changes the body. The average person thinks there's a disconnection. So when they say mind, body, spirit, or mind, body, energy, it's all the same thing. Now, you see, said the key words, is there another energy you're tapping into? No. Everybody got the, what? Is using the same energy. We're breathing the same air. What the person on this path did was they allowed their body to be able to channel more of the energy than the average person. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is what we mean by raising your vibration. You're mm-hmm. getting a better and stronger energy flow. It's sort of like cars, for instance. There's some cars that got bigger engines than others. You see what? It's the same concept. So that's why you're putting in work and effort to get a bigger, stronger energy flow. That's why this is basically a science. You get your energy from the air, so to speak. And then, then there are sun gazers that get it from the sun because there's energy in the sun. Ask anybody with a solar panel on the roof. They got light bulbs in the house. So there's energy there too. What do you see the difference between what you're doing and what the sun gazers are doing? Well, sun gazing, there's a history on why it came out, I forgot his name. But when he brought that technique up, that was just to make people aware of the primary energy source of the planet. It's just an awareness thing. Now, the mm-hmm. air wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the sun. Actually, the air is the sun. You see how you start breaking up the vision? Yeah. I got to go here only to get this, and it's all one and the same. That's why you can meditate in the basement of the house and get an energy flow. You can meditate in the Mm -hmm. attic. It's all the same energy. It's sort of like a fish in a fish tank. And, you know, he got his house down there. But all through the fish tank, it it has the same atmosphere. The same atmosphere. Now, of course, there's some... Uh, atmospheres on a planet that are more nutritious than others. It has a better energy flow, that's all. But it's still all the same thing. Where would that be? Where would that be? Well, sort of like uh, if you have one place that's, um, you know, nicer people, just to give you an everyday example, low crime, everybody smiles, compared to another place where there's high crime and stuff, one has a better energy flow than the other. That's all it is. Sure. But sure. it's the same energy. 
Right. Of course. Of course. Um, just, just more, uh, unencumbered, right? You're, the energy is clearer in those nicer places. So tell me, tell me your relationship with, with the earth, right? With, with the, with your feet on the earth and the rocks and the trees. Do you feel like you have a heightened relationship with nature as a result of this? Oh, absolutely. See, we get these things called free electrons. In other words, we got energy actually coming from the earth all over the place. Free electrons. And again, uh, they got scientific data showing, you know, when you make this connection with the earth, especially with no feet, we call it grounding and stuff like this, it does raise us the energy value on the body. And see, there's another key point. It's not just that you're getting the energy from the sun, the air, and all this other stuff for the earth. You you have a lot of energy that's already in the body. So what you're doing when you're cultivating yourself, you're releasing the energy that's already in you. In other words, it's sort of like you're thawing out. You're thawing mm -hmm. out. So when you look at a, a energy channel that's blocked up a certain way, it has an enormous amount of energy. It's just not flowing like it could. That's why we say this path is basically human potential, potential energy. That don't mean it's going to be that, but it does have the right. potential. So when you start releasing right. things, allowing things to go, and a big one is what, past traumas and stuff, that's actually manifested yeah. within the body. So when you release stuff, you feel lighter, you feel better, you feel a better energy flow. But you're going through a healing uh, path on many different levels. Not just, like we said, the physical body, but the psychological mind. They're one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. It's so amazing. And and I don't, I don't think you answered the question. I don't know if you don't want to answer the question. Uh, you can just tell me that. But oh, what's that? You don't, drink you, you don't drink water. What do you drink? Oh, no. See, this is what happens. You don't need to drink nothing. And I don't drink nothing yeah. like that. Oh, only if I wanted to. And matter of okay. fact, I'm glad you brought that up. Would it be juice? Actually, when you're on these levels, you could drink anything. Right, right. Because there's no food on this planet. This is why you're breaking your belief systems. That's actually keeping you healthy. Mm hmm mm hmm They don't have nothing do you, to do, do with that. Do you ever crave, do you crave the memory of food? Well, you outgrow that. See, that's why you're not forcing yeah. yourself from this. You actually outgrow it. See, the more you start making mm. changes, in your body, you can even have a favorite food for a while. But when that, when your vibrations start raising, the food start feeling uncomfortable, or your taste buds change where you can outgrow it. So that's basically what you're doing. See, when you're trying to force mm. stuff to go too fast, that's why it's easy to what start binge eating. Uh, you go back mm. and see like worse than before because you tried to force it. So it's sort of like what you were saying when you was lifting weights and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but after the competition was over, it felt like you were starving because <laughs> you were forcing yourself for an event 
And this, exactly. and this is why people are not successful in the breatharian journey. They're trying to force themselves to become a breatharian. And this is what I have to tell them. First of all, even break that belief system that you want to be a breatharian. Your main goal should just be to connect with the light. And the more you get a better energy flow, not eating is just a byproduct of how your energy is flowing. Let's say that somebody start out and wants to do this the way that you are counseling people to do. They start out mm -hmm. and fasting one day a week. And yes. uh, that feels good. And then maybe they go to two days a week. And uh, if somebody follow the recommended regimen, how long do you think it'll take them before they feel good? about no food at all. Oh, but this is good. See, since our bodies is connected with the atmosphere, yes, the moon does affect us. It affects the electromagnetic field of the planet, so it affects us also. And the sun also does too, as it goes throughout the day. We got this. Seasons change the body. So when I say fast one time a week, you're putting in yourself in a cycle. What is that? Four times a month? And then you do mm -hmm. that by 12. By the time the year is over, you would uh, uh, fast about, what, 48 times out of the year. So that's powerful right there. You got your body in another cycle. But also, mm -hmm. you could also fast on, let's say, season changes from spring to summer to summer, mm -hmm. uh, to fall, to fall to winter. Because when the season change, your body's going to change with the how the atmosphere is changing in that season. So that's why usually during the fall season, let's use that as an example, a lot of people start catching a cold or catching a flu. Because if the atmosphere change, your body is trying to release things out of it so it could change with the atmosphere. So once you know this knowledge, when the season change is coming, that should be your weekend. Instead of doing once a week, fast for three days now on a weekend during the season change. One time I said to somebody as uh, the season was changing, I said, watch a lot of people walk around and start sneezing, blowing their nose. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, it mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you're putting yourself ahead of the game and becoming one with the atmosphere, because the truth of the matter is, your body is already obedient to the atmosphere. It listens to the atmosphere more than it listens to us. That's why we talk about you getting back into universal laws. So not only are you fasting once a week for the year, you're also fasting on diet changes. So by the end of the year is over, you probably would have fasted like 60 times. Listen at that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. The average person ain't even doing that now. You, you know what I mean? 60 times mm -hmm. out of the year. And it, and it was done in a way where it wasn't hard on you. You didn't do nothing hard to yourself. And that's what people try to do too, force themselves. And I'm going to fast for 30 days and I'm going to do this and become this. And all they're going to do is cause a mess that happens to so many people. Right. But if you do things right. gradually, slowly, See, even in martial arts, it takes at least two years to even develop yourself to where you got good energy flow and you really know a technique, let alone five years and 10 years. Yeah, 
This is for the long mm -hmm. haul. Mm -hmm. And a person actually gets better. This is how you got to start thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So, the, I mean, the desire has to be there because, and this is something, I work with people with their health and their bodies. And I have, of course, I have compassion. You know, I mean, I was, I, I was more than 200 pounds when I was, you know, a, a teenager. So I understand what it's like to not be in control of my body. And then I understand what it's like to, you know, co-create the the better health that I desire, but it's especially Americans the the programming around food, mm. the programming around food. It's as if my gosh, if you don't have lunch at twelve fifteen, <laughs> you know, you, there the, the world is going to blow up. I mean, it right. almost seems like that dramatic at times. And, you know, coming up against that is 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 really a mind construct that we're dealing with. And and it takes mm -hmm. I mean, it must it must take so much time and um, um, gentle persuasion and a lot of education. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And see, this is what it boils down to. Let's really look at the body a different way now. The brain is the organ that uses the most energy in the body. Right. And if the brain don't get its energy, if it don't get its energy, it'll start sitting you down, making a person weak, putting images in your head to go eat, because all it wants to do is get its energy. It's right. all about survival. Now, this is why you want to learn to meditate and learn to work with energy work as much as you can to learn this. Because when you start learning how to get the energy a different way than food, and if the brain is happy, it won't affect the body. If the brain That's is good. not getting this energy, it's going to affect the body. Mm -hmm. That's what it's boiling That's down good. to. Mm -hmm. And 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 there is part of the problem too, because the brain is wanting its energy, like here in America, and people are feeding it, you know, things that are chemicals and things that are sugar and things that that don't really properly nourish. So it wants more and more and more and more and more because it's not getting what it needs, right? Absolutely, and then yeah. it'll make a person. When they don't want to exercise because of you know, that type of energy they're getting, the brain is just basically trying to store the energy because that's all it cares about. So it's not a, really a person that's lazy. That feeling is coming yeah. beyond them because the body's trying to reserve the energy for what it needs it. So a, a person that's in this cycle don't know what's taking place, and they're thinking it's just because they just they got what it takes. But when you understand what this is about and learn to get your energy another way and learn to really get you, because the energy loves to move, the body loves to move and really get in that cycle without beating up on the body, it'll start feeling more and more comfortable because it learned something new so the behavior would change. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's so good. That's so amazing. And See, it's sort of like in yoga, one of their main things is to loosen up the hips. Loosen up yeah. the hips, the psoas muscle. And also in martial arts like Kung Fu, 
they loosen up the hips because the energy comes from the hips. Now, in spirituality, we've been using that term, that kudalini energy and stuff. It's the same thing. They just use different names. But there's a lot of energy in the hip area. So when you start focusing on releasing that energy, and energy or heat by its nature, that's why this is science again, heat rises upwards. So when you're allowing it to rise upwards, you're bringing more uh, uh, energy to the brain. This is it. So that's why an ancient, a lot of ancient symbolism around the planet, they got these two serpents coming up a staff, coming up a pole. And the pole just symbolizes the spinal cord and the serpents just symbolize energy flow going upwards. So that's why you want to start releasing the energy at the lower half of the body so you could get more energy to come upward so you can have more overall energy. And keep in mind that yeah. that's the symbol for health. The yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And then, uh, so you do yoga and you walk and do you do martial arts? Oh, Yeah. I do it all. <laughs> you do it all. Okay. So, so oh, you are expert at you are expert at moving that energy up and down your spine and yeah. where you need it. And that's 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 what unfortunately so many people never even get to understand. You know, it, right. it, it it's pain it's painful for them to begin, right? So then they don't begin and then they never get Um, you know, but there are smaller levels of it that people could really enjoy and enjoy a healthier and a longer life. From That's it, what it's all about. Right? That's what it's all about. I like Long, how you said that expert. Because perfect practice made perfect. Cause you, you should want to become good at moving your own energy. It's your energy. Learning how to move right. it. Because like we said, uh, sickness, illness, and disease is basically energy blockages. People don't understand this. Exactly. But, you know, Absolutely. it's coming out more and more, but that's the whole foundation of the breath theory and knowledge. All, all we did was just take it to a little bit more extreme because we looked at food and said, hey, that's causing major blockages. <laughs> now, I can a lot of people can understand that, yes, tapering off the food, we can get to the point where we do not need the food. And then some people will say, but what the water? We are evaporating. We are sweating. We, we need water. But I want to remind them of something. You can go to Amazon and you can buy yourself a little cylinder about that big around, about that tall. I know because I had one here. and. Yep. Little electronic in the top of it. You turn that thing on, and the fan sucks the air in, and it fills the container with water. Here we go. Yes, there's water in the air, and this can be absorbed in the body, and that is probably why you're able to not drink water. Could that be? Exactly. See, all, all technology on this planet, it's something that the human being can do. we got to understand this. Mm-hmm. It's something that the human being can already do, human energy. And the reason why we made it, l- listen at this, it's just uh, uh, a replica 
electrification of ourselves. That's all it is. So just like when you made the solar panel, and the solar panel can light the light, and we are light bulbs. Everybody's glowing. You're you, everybody's connected to this energy. So what you're doing is you're raising your light bulb. Some light bulbs are brighter than others. Yeah, that's all you're doing. So that's why. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's sorry, why when we on. say this is a science, I told people one day, stop reading the spiritual books, go get a, a book on basic electronics. It'll tell you a lot about mm-hmm. yourself. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> Even doing a mudra, putting the fingers together, you know, making that energy connection. That's an electrical connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you um, also- one of our friends... In one of our friends in the chat room asks, um, Linda, uh, she believes she's heard that the human body should be able to survive 200 years. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right now we're at an age where the lifespan is increasing all over the planet. So there is a health yeah. awareness going on. So we got that in the bag. And I always got to tell people, too, when we talk about immortality and those type of uh levels of longevity, a lot of your elites on the planet and, you know, people in the notice more educated is working on physical immortality. I mean, there's many different methods, but for us as humans to even have that thought, that means it's already capable. That's right. That's right. Right, for us to even have that thought. Oh, man, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Augie. What did you want to ask? Because I kind of cut you off there. Oh, no, that, that's okay. Uh, I do want to ask, uh, speak a little bit to the people about the importance of maybe the first stage and meditation. Oh, got you. Now, all meditations, what they have in common is a comfortable position and relax. That's it right there. You're learning how to relax. A person might say, well, I know how to relax. Boy, relaxing is too easy. And now this is the key too when you're relaxing. When you learn how to relax and you're in a certain position and you're sitting there, your body can start feeling uncomfortable in certain places. So when a person feels uncomfortable, what do they do? They try to stretch or move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the key is don't stretch or move. Stay in that position that feels uncomfortable. Right. So that gives the body a chance to naturally remove the blockage on its own. Yeah, yeah. To try and relax <laughs> into the di- the discomfort, right? Right. And see, that was the problem too. Even though yoga is popular and is all over the planet, this is one I seen when I was over in India, because you might say, well, why aren't there more breatharians? But what I saw was, because I was teaching them Qigong about staying in the position, uh, a lot of people were not staying in the position because they were used to doing, moving it, you know, when they feel uncomfortable, stretching to it and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. in the West... People, they're doing the asanas or the positions, but they're not meditating Mm -hmm. afterward. In other words, my yoga is over. I just did my stretches. 
But the asanas or the stretches is to stretch up the body so you can sit in a position to meditate. So people wouldn't really meditate. They're just doing the stretches. Yeah. Yes. And this this reminds me of a conversation that I just had with um with Monk Zhu. He's he's an amazing um being with, you know, that like you, vast um expertise of of living in the body, um controlling the body i don't know being one with the body and he he said something that was so brilliant that i never even thought of before when you become so so melded with your body that even when you're working out and i know you're going to get this you Mm -hmm. find that spot where even though you're in the middle of a movement, you can relax and get a small break, even though you're still moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is what it's all about. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the body could do some incredible things if people was to give it a chance, give it plenty of love, and put it in that position. Sort of like a, a plant. If a plant is in a position where it's not getting much sunlight, not getting much uh, care and stuff like this, it's a whole different ball game if you replace it in another type of condition. So it's the same way with us. It's the right. same way. Right. And, and Self-massages, massages, soaking the feet, yeah. all of this stuff. You're living a holistic lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it is a lifestyle. I spend so much time trying to come up with the right words that will help people to understand. Right now, like in, in the in the in the women's arena, when we say, Okay, you need self love, they're thinking, Okay, manicures and pedicures and right, that's yeah. that's not it. The kind <laughs> of self love that I'm the kind of self love that I'm talking about is if you, if we really, really, really love ourselves, we won't put things in our mouth that's going to cause blockages in our body. We're, we don't put things in our body that makes us gain, you know, excess adipose tissues, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to crack through that understanding to see that that's really, really self-love. When you say, I want to be healthy and I want to have longevity and I want to feel good in my body, and then you do something about it, that's self-love. That's self-love. You do something about it. You looked at this uh, situation, and that's a level of taking responsibility, basically. You're taking responsibility for yourself. Yeah, that's a great Mm-hmm. You see, that's why it even gets deeper, too. Not only we get nourished from the air, the sun, the earth, we're releasing energy blockages in us, we also get nourished by other people and events. Mm-hmm. Other people, everything is energy. So your mind starts expanding. That's why they talk about you're expanding your consciousness. Because we always say everybody's you, but do you really believe that? <laughs> Yeah. Right. So you either got to grow into that.
leak psych leak you know and just when you're around good people you feel better and but there's one one thing that isn't talked about a lot once you start going down this road of uh, what like what you're doing there is things that happen you start accessing higher levels of capabilities and consciousness like maybe increased intuition psychic abilities do you feel mm-hmm. like that Oh, absolutely. And see, these things, everybody has it, but it increases. It increases. And that's what they learned, say, by you'll start trusting yourself more. Or you have that gut feeling. And when it comes Mm -hmm. before, you know, everybody has it, but it's either blocked up or a person's numb or they don't believe themselves. But the more you stay on this path and start uh, uh, unlocking the energies that's in you, it becomes second nature because you are everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it becomes a Amazing. reality. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I see we are coming we only... up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, nope, I was going to say what you were going to say. Please go ahead. Yeah, I see we're coming up towards the end of the show, but I want you to talk a little bit about your uh, your books and you have a class coming up shortly. Speak of that. Oh, Absolutely. Well, the the three books, and I got another one coming out. I'm working on it. But anyway, It's Okay to Be Healthy was the first one, and not just letting a person know to start taking responsibility for their life. Uh, The second one, Human Photosynthesis, and that's if photosynthesis, we always get that to plants, you know, the plant life. Mm -hmm. But for a human being to know that their body is actually doing photosynthesis, and it's in our face every day. In other words, uh, like when they say we get vitamin D from the sun, that's actually photosynthesis. Wow. But photo just being light synthesis, being providing or putting together. So our body's doing that on an incredible level all the time, producing hormones and all these other interactions. But and then the third one, breath here and nuggets, is just uh, encouragement throughout as you're on a journey different quotes that really help you on the journey, keep you on track. So that one too actually helped a lot of people. And in our retreats, now this is the whole key with the retreats and all the retreats are successful. I've been doing a whole lot of them all over the place, you know, for years. But what it does is it allows the person to really understand what I mean by meditation. So you're taking people through different meditations so they can feel their own energy and start developing it. Mm-hmm. Feel their own energy, because mm-hmm. that gives you a lot of power right there when you realize you've got this, this energy that's yours, you have access to, and you can de- actually develop it. Now, the hard part is, and people got to understand this, even though you can be inspired and jump into it right away, this is why it takes time, it's, it makes a difference when you're with a group compared to when you're by yourself. So what happens to a lot of people when they start up by themselves, their discipline in the energy work isn't developed yet. And dealing with your last habits, those energies are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. To get rid of old habits to get into this new lifestyle. So that there's going to be these transitions, these battles and everything else. So that's why it's good to at least go classes, retreats, you know, try to stick with a community as much as you can 
So when you do feel like you're falling off, you got people that's there to inspire you to keep on reminding you to cultivate yourself because it's easy to go back into your own lifestyle. But anyway, we got one coming up this weekend, me and Shana Dina Light being from Arizona. So we got us a nice little group online. Uh, that's going to be a nice four-day retreat, two hours a day. A uh, lot of questions asked, giving people a checklist to work on themselves. That's a chance for that four days for a person to see how far they can take their energy. But then we got another can- one also. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to ask where, how people can access that. Sorry. Yes. Oh, and for that one, we'll send a, I'll send a link to you uh, after this is over because you actually do it online to sign up. So I'll send a link to you. Uh, Great. And that would be good. And uh, But my other one is a six-month retreat that I do all the time. So I've got a group that we do six months, which really helps, and it's every other week. So one week we'll cultivate, working with each other every day. The next week a person has off. And that week that you're off, basically you got a chance to see where you're at by yourself, not with the group. So this helps people as they start developing. And then when they come back, they can tell about their experience and we just keep going. And being six months like that, it really helps a lot of people because you got a longer haul to work on yourself. So I have to send a link to you on that one also. But both of these are uh, great retreats if you just want to do one for the four-day weekend or do the mm-hmm. one that's for the long haul for the six months. And the thing about the six-month one, <clears throat> you can come in any time. See, this knowledge is so precious. It's not like uh, you have to start on the beginning to get this and this and this. Each class and each teaching is for the moment because it's a holistic lifestyle. That's why you can start any time. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Please, please give us your website one more time. This was so delightful. I hope you'll come back and talk with us again in the not too distant future. Oh, absolutely. And the, and the website is Elitown. E-L-I-T-O-M, Elamine, E-L-A-M-I-N, dot org. And actually, the six-month retreat should be on there. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I have a four-year contract with my health coach. I'm not messing around. <laughs> right. I'm committed. That's what it takes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I remember one time I seen a newspaper article where a person said uh, they finally hired a health coach because they found out that they couldn't do it on their own, which was a very powerful (laughs) message. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Finally. (laughs) I also highly recommend to go to the website, and there is a few short videos on there. I watched them. I'll tell you, there are pearls in there. you you got to watch those videos because that involves your health and your mind and how you structure and get the two of them to work together with the universe mm-hmm. mind even. So watch those videos on there. And uh, beyond that, I have this favorite question I love to ask. And I usually uh-huh. kind of shoot from the hip on this one. But I will say, if you could talk to the whole world and the world is listening, what would you tell them? 
Oh, man, this is good. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. And the universe is user-friendly. It, is, it really is. When you start going a new direction, the universe will really start kicking in and giving you what you need. Give you the new information, take you through things to really get you together because it, it wants us to grow. I mean, that's just what it's dealing with. When you're dealing with these energetic forces, energy loves to move and it loves to grow. It loves to connect. So that's why you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to rush it. You start where you're at, whether if you're a beginner or advanced, it doesn't matter. Uh, you get just what you need. See, that's the miracle of the air, too. The air is a consciousness. <laughs> The sun is a consciousness. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Everything is consciousness. So mm -hmm. here we are at the end. But I, I want to so I would love to have you back on sometime in uh, maybe a month or few. Would you do that for us? Oh, that'd be great. I would love to. Just keep me posted, and we'll take it even further. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Great. All right. Thank you. Nice Thank talking you. with you. Thanks, everybody. Hopefully, we'll see you Friday night, 7.30, for the really quick, it's only 30 minutes, Quantum Wellbeing Show, Sunday night, 9 p.m., Augie's Paranormal Show, and then right back here next Tuesday. Take care of each other. Take care of you. Much love, everybody.